1: Hello and welcome back to the review of Death, your fortnightly home for Doctor Who news and reviews. I am Matthew Tofflow, this Hello. is Billy Garrett John. I am. And we are here to talk about Drew. That's Doctor Who.
2: Um,
1: what? <laughs> what was that?
2: <laughs> Do I? Okay, fine. fine.
1: Uh, I did steal that from. David Walliams and Mark Gatiss.
2: Drew. Oh, yeah. I get it now. You get it. So, I get
1: God, it. No, I need to get a real fan on it, don't I? Really. It's I hate about Doctor Who. Who. Um, anyway, gosh, power of the Doctor, eh?
2: What a insert. Thing, <laughs> yeah.
1: um,
2: Delete is appropriate.
1: Yeah, uh, we're talking to you from the past.
2: Mm, but uh, very Doctor
1: Who. Yeah, uh, we did. This wasn't meant to happen, mm. but somehow it's happened.
2: The trailer came out. Yeah. Power of the Doctor came out yeah. It all just got very busy yeah. And we thought let's Billy came out Crack on I'm going on holiday <laughs> To <laughs> celebrate <laughs> it um, uh, Yeah so l- let's just Let's just do this here and now folks Yeah, um, We're going to talk about Bad Wolf And the parting of the ways yeah. um, Which I'm going to put on record right now Is the best regeneration story of the new series Yes And is the best series finale in the new series
1: Yes it, Undoubtedly. This
2: is gush central in this episode. If you ever want to hear us gush, this is what <laughs> this gushing <laughs> what sounds gushing, like.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I watched it and it is so tight, a script, and everything is just pitch perfect.
2: Everybody is firing on all cylinders. Yeah. From the cast to the production team yeah. to the writing team. Uh, it ju- It's like... Doctor Who hit the peak of its power right from the off. Yeah. And because, and you know, the golden years of modern Who are like 2007, 8, 9. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of the show's popularity and generally mm. what, what the general public thought of the show. Yes. But to get it so right for the first regeneration. Yeah. You know, it's clear decades of thought has gone into how do you do... Like a modern regen. Mm. Well, not decades, obviously, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. years and years of thought have gone into how do you get this across to a modern audience? And <clears throat> is it me? Or the further away that we get from this series, the more layers of subtext and meta are starting to come out. Yeah. Because is the baddie in this show not television itself? If you eliminate the Daleks from it, oh yeah. It's like Vengeance on Varos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like using very specific modern references, obviously, which we'll get into. But the big bad is like the Daleks and the Dalek Emperor, but also like consumerist trash. Yeah. And I don't use that word literally because I love trash telly, but I make trash telly sometimes. (laughs) Um, But it's like schlock telly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, shit, Billy, you could have been, you could have
1: been that woman on, you could have been the controller, or you could have been that woman on the weakest link. Uh,
2: that got blasted. Yeah. Mm.
1: Who's like, the bullets don't
2: work. <laughs> <laughs> let's, okay, let's get into it. Let's yeah. get into it. So obviously, first and foremost, the most important thing. Right. Uh, UK number one.
1: I don't know, 2005, mm. I was 13 years old and I didn't listen to music of that ilk.
2: Did you have a mobile phone that you could get ringtones? Yes, I did. Text ringtones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, it wasn't that da, 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 da. bastard frog, it? was, was Crazy it? Frog oh, with Axle F, it was. That was number one? That was number one when this story went out. Wow. Do you want to know the UK box office?
1: Uh, so when did this air?
2: This was June 2005.
1: 2005? See, I want to say Casino Royale, but I think that came That's out...
2: 2006. In... Oh, is it? 2005 summer blockbusters of 2005. Batman Begins. You are so close. Batman Begins was actually, uh, I think it was the <clears throat> okay. Batman Begins reaches number one the day after this parting of the ways. Right. It was my, actually my two,
1: my two top boys are you know Doctor Who and the Batman.
2: And in enters a third. Star Wars Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith.
1: Oh shit, Star Wars was out in 2005. That was number oh one. Oh my God, yes this of course. While finale was going out. And Holy then, shit, wow. God, we, it was a good year for Matthew. Wow. Well,
2: Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie followed in the number one scene. So not, okay. not not perfect. No. You know? But yeah, damn. I was thinking, like this is like... All of Matt's Christmases have come at I once. I no! Yeah, little, little. Matt. little Matt. Little Matt. Like fueled and on this, sugar, the, but, going around and experiencing all of this. This
1: is when this is when the tide turned. This is when mm. Doctor Who booted Star Wars at the arse and said, "Sorry, mate, you had your few years." Now yeah. Doctor Who's back. few years in the sun. Went into. I can remember went into Woolworths <laughs> mm. with Dad in Kingswood, and they had a s- display of Star Wars stuff. I
2: think there's going to be a lot of this sort of chat between us. There's going to be a lot in this episode.
1: Um, and. They had a big Star Wars display and I picked up Anakin Skywalker with removable arm as he was like Darth Vader-y, but he was, you know, he was Sith-y, removable arm and stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll get that because I collected the Star Wars figures and then I never bought a Star Wars figure again. Until? For for about, I don't know, nearly 15, 16 years. And
2: you're pretty picky with the ones you pick up now.
1: I'm very picky. I just get key characters. I'm like, okay. And I'm pretty much done with that <coughs> but then it was all Doctor Who because it was stuff like the character options walkie talkies mm-hmm. the Dalek battle pack I can remember getting those Dalek battle packs me too in Forbidden Planet
2: um, do you know what else came out around this time I could not believe this I had to keep double checking the dates right the first issue of series one on DVD yeah series one volume one came out in May 2005, between Father's Day and The Empty Child. Really? Wow. And if this is not the most exceptional piece of marketing I've ever heard of, in the week between Bad Wolf and Parting of the Waves, Volume Two came out, which of course had Dalek on it. Oh. How, I mean. Clever. You kind of think, that must be the stars are just aligned and it's just like, whatever. But also, with that team involved? They knew. Come on. They, they knew.
1: They uh, were like, right, people are going to be picking up the DVD and they'll watch the Dalek episode and that will set them up for when they watch Absolutely. The finale on
2: Saturday. Um, what was on before Bad Wolf? Have a guess. What could have been on? BBC One, Tea Time, Saturday Night. I mean, I want to say Strictly, but Strictly on back then. I don't know if it had started by that point. Uh, the Weakest Link.
1: Da, 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 and there was a
2: bit of continuity. I remember,
1: actually, yes, I can remember. Stick the around and on. see
2: Anne as a robot in the next episode. Yeah, and even yeah. the Radio Times that week had a billing saying Anne's going to be in yeah. the episode, the, the show afterwards. Yeah. So
1: it was amazing because I watched this with Annie, <coughs> and Annie being from Brazil, mm. we were watching it and got it on tape
2: delay like six years later. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, we were watching it, and I was like, so she, obviously she knew the Weakest Link, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, well. The the android, mm. that's Anne um Robinson. Robinson. Yeah, I forgot her <laughs> name. You know, I said she she, she is a real woman mm. and that is her doing she, the voice so of the robot realize that. No, she didn't realise that. And then I was like, Trini and Susannah. I was just about I said, to say you had to explain I the said, concept They're real and, as well. and she was like, oh really? She's like, so the amount of times because she loves this story, and like, the amount of times she watched it, she didn't realise that they were these were real people. I said, but the funny thing is, is like no one's ever heard of them since.
2: It's it's mad. Um, so they
1: certainly won't, be, unless they have a huge comeback in a thousand years' time <laughs> that we are not expecting. And,
2: well, as robots.
1: As robots. Yeah. Maybe um, that's it. Maybe they're just like uh, we can. This is
2: this is a prediction. This yeah. story of the future. Yeah. Ultimately, um, Big Brother and Doctor Who. Yeah. Davina McCall in Doctor Who. Yeah. The theme tune, the logo.
1: Yeah. And it was actually them, wasn't it? It was actually the... It was Endemol who... Yeah, the, yeah. They I, I designed mean, the logo for
2: it. In the credits, it's yeah, got yeah. with thanks to Endemol and Channel yeah, yeah, 4 yeah. and blah, blah, blah.
1: Yeah, they designed the Big... Uh, big Finish, I was going to say. The, the Big Brother logo. logo for that episode. That space one.
2: Which is really cool. Which is just, like... <laughs> it's... You know Big Finish does those really high concept things where you just think you'd never get away with that doing yeah. that on telly for Doctor Who. <clears throat> That's such a mindset of what Doctor Who was. Mm. Because, I mean, Doctor Who can do anything, but this is just one of those things where everybody, oh, let's have a black and white episode. Let's yeah. have a musical episode. But we've got an episode where the Doctor ends up in the literal Big Brother house. Yeah. With the music, with yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. iconography. And it's just sort of sat there as like, a, like I watched it and went, I can't believe how involved this Big Brother thing is.
1: But like when, Whenever the music was playing, I was like, Shit, they actually had
2: the theme tune. They really did.
1: And like, I don't think we, yeah, like you said, I don't think we really, maybe do, we didn't take much notice of it. No. Ne- particularly as children. Yeah. I think now as adults, when you think about the legal arsing oh, yeah. around, well, that that is. Mean, Rus-
2: Russell must have called in a couple of favours from yeah. his time doing Queer as Folk. And, and all yeah, sorts. I guess that, he had a good um, good
1: relationship with Channel 4. Uh,
2: do you think, just to provide a bit of balance, if we're to be a bit beeb about it, do you think that this episode now ages faster as a result? Do you or know what? Or are they just such cultural touchstones still? <laughs> Trinian Trini and <laughs> Do you
1: know, I remember going to... I just said this to Annie mm-hmm. because it was full of anecdotes. Watching this. Um, I remember going to the Doctor Who exhibition in Red, Red Dragon, Dragon Centre. Mm. Uh, and they had the Trini and Susanna. And I remember... Uh, touching the the hem of the skirt, like the, like the person with leprosy, touching Jesus Christ's uh, hem, um, you, no. You chose to touch. No, it's just there, and the I was like, oh, you know, I'm not supposed to touch the things. <laughs> I,
2: uh, it was like PVC rubber. I had a friend I went into the Doctor Who experience with in Cardiff, and uh, the guy with the clockwork man with his half his hands missing yeah. from deep breath was lying there in his chair. Mm. And she. Teabagged him to you. She, she kicked his boot and his leg came off. <laughs> like on the floor. I was oh my like, God. Let's leave very quickly. Oh. Um, well, at least it was. She, it was a very gentle tap. It wasn't like, okay, you're actually vandalizing it. It was just like, <laughs> what if I. What if I t- oh, fuck, it's come off. It was like, oh my God. <laughs> I um, mean, at least
1: it was. Had, had your friend have done that to like the earth shock cyberman the only surviving earth shock cyberman
2: yeah oh i would have i would have pummeled them to death yeah yeah Mm. um good i love the weapons that trini and Susanna have as well yeah yeah. because it's like it's it's you don't really see a lot of especially on the bbc and like kids family tea time yes you very rarely see knives or blades yeah but like, one of them's got a massive pair of shears. Mm. The other one's got hypodermic needle Yeah, fists. that's horrible, isn't it's it? It's like that... They're just really going for that cosmetic surgery body horror thing. Yeah, yeah. And it's so gruesome, mm. you know? Like, obviously, none of it gets used. Yeah. But it's the, it's but it's, the it's, inference. It's so tongue-in-cheek with yeah. it as well. Because,
1: yeah. like you said, it's garden shears, you know? Exactly. I think, had not been like scalpels or something or like very specific well like actual Ca-
2: medical equipment yeah, yeah that
1: would have probably been too much but the fact that it's almost it's almost outlandish and cut with a giant
2: chainsaw arm yeah and stuff. you know yeah.
1: so it's that it, it, it's very clever it's it's scary mm. it makes you think Ooh, but it still makes you sort of laugh as well a little bit absolutely
2: um, so do you reckon that this story having talked about all the televisual elements of mm. it, do you reckon it owes more to vengeance on Varos than people maybe give it credit for do, do or you know, do you think it's more of a commentary of its own
1: until <clears> you <throat> mentioned it i hadn't thought of that uh but i guess in a way it kind of does doesn't it um
2: i guess the it, only difference is you don't see the people consuming it you don't do that no but there's enough conversation about the way that people i mean what well, I mean, you kind of do because they L- talk about Linda's it a lot, like oh a you just watch people get murdered on telly like, yeah don't that's you it. it we
1: can't leave the house because you know The ozone layers. and all that. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) this is our lives. We watch this appalling nonsense.
2: So I guess maybe it doesn't go as far as Vengeance because you can kind of see people actually watching it with glee and being part of the problem. Yeah. Whereas they just kind of acknowledge that everybody watches this sort of stuff and, yeah, that's not great, but whatever. Yeah, that's life. Um, Exactly, that's life. Yeah. But then I guess, you know, you haven't got a Dalek invasion... Uh, and the Doctor's regeneration to no. get into that 45 minutes exactly two 45 yeah. minutes you know yeah I um, think the
1: only thing that this story is missing that um, Vengeance on Varos has yeah. is two elderly men in nappies fighting
2: <laughs> it does <laughs> I think I, mean, I always forget that that's in there
1: yeah I think that could have maybe rather than Trini and Susanna maybe that's where Tom <laughs> that Baron
2: should have be. ended up he deserves <laughs> two,
1: it two cannibal nappy wearing blokes.
2: beautiful um <laughs>
1: I mean, you know, going back to what you said about does it feel outdated? No. Mm. You know, I think I could show this to my nephews. And we almost I almost wanted to watch it with them. And I mm. thought, no, they haven't watched enough Ninth Doctor stuff yet. They need to... Really, I just want them to watch it a lot.
2: Yeah. But um, Right, so don't show them the regen before they've got yeah, to love him you know, and then they can yeah, have their
1: hearts broken. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, it didn't matter, like, showing them Day of the Doctor because that's sort of... People regenerating in that, like, John Hurt is like, well... It's difficult
2: to connect dots if you want to. Yeah, you know, and
1: we showed them um, Night of the Doctor as well. And it's like, well, you're never going to get connected to Paul McGann unless I sit you down and get you to read all these novels and you've got the reading age of a bloody 10 year old. So, you know, anyway, uh, but I don't think that it. Because I went into it thinking, oh, this is going to feel so outdated. And I just didn't give a shit. The more I watched it, I thought, you know, I don't give a shit. Annie doesn't even know who any of these people are. No. And it is, you know, that side of things went over her head. I think, you know what, this, it doesn't age it really. It doesn't, it doesn't at all. I think it ages it for people who maybe are aware of the references more. But I guess I that's I, sort
2: of, I guess but that's I sort think that's of what really, I'm getting at though. I do not think
1: that's much of an I didn't think that really is an issue. Because no, I mean, we all they, got, we get all the references, but we don't think. Sure. Oh, and, God, and they're not,
2: they're not intrinsic to the plot. You no, know, they're just sort of like window dressing. It's telly, you know what that yes. looks like. Yeah, it's yeah This yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah, uh, and there'll be equi- they'll always be equivalents to Trini and Susanna, or exactly. Know, now it's yeah. like Love Island instead of yeah, Big Brother. Although it. Big Brother is now accepting applications. If you want to apply for the new series on ITVX, mm. um, We'll fix that? It's the new streaming platform that they're creating. <laughs> I think they're just doing it so they can have the live feeds. Oh, you know, like
1: do oh, just keep it running on E4, which used to be put it on
2: Twitch. Tune in and watch them sleeping at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Mental. Oh, so one of them might do a fashion, <laughs> you might catch it. Or like uh, Gemma Collins when she thought she saw a ghost and freaked out and ran out of the house. <laughs> I, I Beautiful. Can't, I
1: can't remember this. Beautiful. <laughs> I, mean, I didn't watch. Didn't watch Big Brother.
2: Um, the Doctor having to be, talking about the Earth and this future. Mm. It's all his fault. It's his fault. Yeah. So on top of. Dragging his friends into this terrible situation, this yeah. n- nightmarish vision of the future, mm. he's actually responsible yeah. for creating it. So when Rose gets dusted, mm. which is such a good, so movie. well oh, done,
1: Eccleston's acting, <gasps> oh, it just it, it, and Murray's it's so good. music. Yeah, this is like Murray Gold. I think I love Murray's early stuff. I yeah. think Series One Murray is marvellous. I was just. I mean, I love some of his later stuff, but this is.
2: Talking of Murray, I think that the reason that it works—it's probably the same for you—but mm. the reason that this, this series one music works so well is because he hasn't got the money to have a full orchestra. Yes. So he's using <coughs> synths and yeah. middies, and it's at a time when that sort of stuff, like most scores now, you know, if you see Hans Zimmer sat at a keyboard, he's got a sample of an orchestra that's thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars worth of equipment and yeah, 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 plugins and shit. But Murray doesn't have access to any of that stuff, no. so he's getting the orchestral elements by using some samples, but he's also having to add the electronic elements to yeah. bolster it. And it's like, it just it sounds like Peter Howell. Yeah, some yeah, of it. It, some really of it, it really sound does. Like yeah. And I, I
1: don't think stuff. I'd really picked up on it as much as I had re-listening to it.
2: I think the reason is though is is, is when you choose to listen to Murray's music from that period in time. You always just go to the soundtrack albums.
1: Yeah, and that's all been re-recorded. But it's, it's just been re-recorded by, by the machine natural, yeah, yeah. Na- natural <laughs> orchestra. They're all
2: naked. Yeah, yeah. Um it's been re- redone by a huge orchestra, and I, I can kind of understand from like uh, if he's you know he's a musician and he wants it, he wants the best f- audio yeah, fidelity yeah, and quality. Yeah, yeah. So when he puts the material out. He wants it re-recorded in the best possible way. Yeah. But I can understand why, as a result, we haven't had a true Series 1 soundtrack release.
1: And I think he said in interviews, like, so much of that stuff now no longer exists. Mm. Because, you know, old computers, old files, you know. That's so disappointing. It's so sad Mm. to think that somewhere there, well, there were all these versions of these soundtracks.
2: I guess that's like Dudley Simpson's original scores being lost. And loads of people have recreated those to within... And you know, yeah, a yeah, perfect yeah. degree. So I'm sure we'll get recreations one day of stuff. I'm sure one day. Um, yeah, Rose's death, the editing, the direction, everybody's yeah. acting, the pacing of it. Yeah, you think she's you know, you know, it's gonna go wrong, but yeah. you think she's gonna get away with it. The one thing that doesn't quite work for me in that bit is mm. that there's obviously a big flash of light when she disappears. Yeah, and you know, with those TV studios, you want it to look like a big void, a big psychorama, yeah, but when the light yeah. goes off. You can see the the back wall, okay, and yeah. you, I think you can see where there's like a a drain pipe or a pillar where they've kind of put drapes over it to cover up. The oh really? Uh, you can okay. sort of see the way the shadows react with the yeah. flash. Um, that's the only thing for me that kind of oh, I've never noticed cheapens that. it because yeah. you see the studio floor and you see. You right, know, I see. Um, but it's not. It's not. It's just a tiny nitpick. But yeah. you kind of you, when you see the production a little bit like yeah. that. You kind of I mean,
1: that. I find that with like watching classic Doctor Who on oh, Blu-ray. The like time. The amount of times I've seen stuff I'd never noticed before, and I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I hadn't seen that. All I think that probably talks, that's a conversation within itself. Like, you know, should we be remastering this stuff to the nth degree so it <clears throat> looks so picture perfect? Or do we need to be watching it in the quality it was supposed to be watched in? Do you know what? Clunky VHS.
2: Where I, where I kind of draw, draw the line, I think anything more than, and I even feel a little bit iffy about this, but anything more than them recorrecting the eyelines when Tom falls from yeah. the Pharos project. Yeah. Anything more than that, I think, is too much. Yeah. Because then you're getting into the idea of remastering, which yeah, is yeah. fine because you can have like a cut down version with brand new special yeah. effects. Yes. That's cool. Um, but you have to offer it as a separate. Oh, entity. You can't just put yeah. out the special edition of Day of the Daleks and go, no. This is the cause I, I I'm never gonna wanna watch that version no. of it. No. You know I, I like the crap Dalek voices well, that's in the it, original, isn't it? yeah. Um and I think you I, I guess because you get Nick Briggs in to do the voices, everything kind of becomes a bit homogenized. Yeah. It's not got the it's not got the fingerprints on or, or, on it, yeah. you know. Um, you kind of you kind of sand off the personality a little bit, didn't yeah. You? But I get I get what you mean, yeah. I, you know. Um,
1: yeah, it's like how they did it with Star Wars, isn't it? And they replaced Boba Fett's voice with right. Django Fett's actor. So now,
2: and So it's they, not Jeremy Bullock, they've got somebody else. Yeah,
1: they yeah. got some other. They got the Tamura Morrison to do it. Oh, and shit.
2: Have they done that before? They've with all done the old that old on the old films. Tamura Morrison is now. Yeah,
1: and it's the worst line readings of anything ever. Because I mean, he's, he's clearly... quite
2: monosyllabic in his delivery, anyway. Yeah,
1: and he's clearly. Oh, the original guy, because mm. it wasn't Jeremy Bullock who did the voice, it was another actor. Right. Who was like. He was an older guy and he was famous for playing, like, hard asses in, yeah. like, gangster films. Yeah. And he had such a cool voice. Mm. and it's like, you fucked it. Yeah. And that's kind of the same thing, you know. I don't Star want Wars to be is... able to. I want to be able to listen to the original as it was made. I don't want.
2: But but, as long as there's a big corporation in control of what the version they want you to see. Oh, well, yeah, that's it, you isn't know, it. Like the theatrical version of the original Star Wars has never come <laughs> out on Blu ray or anything. Has no, it? no, no. No.
1: Still. I think they said it will never happen while George is still alive.
2: Uh, that is exactly like the Beatles. Is it, yeah. Because the original Let It Be movie, because it's. I mean, to be honest, the Get Back one that Peter Jackson did kind of is a bit rawer in right. terms of their arguments and stuff. But the thing has always been the the old rule, all four Beatles have to agree. Right. And the estates of John and George, obviously not being here now, kind of step in and do that hands up vote. But Ringo has always said, no, I don't want it out because it's still so raw for him, the experience of... That time that, right. that film captures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's never been a release of Let It Be. And so instead we get this amazing six, seven hour Peter Jackson one. Yeah. But it's like, oh, Paul's watched this and gone, oh, well, you know, I think I come across like a bit of a dick there. You know, if you can cut that out, that'd be great. Yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah. We're getting. Paul McCartney version of Beatle history, right? You I know, see, it's yeah. that it's that sort of thing.
1: Yeah, you want the warts and all.
2: Yeah, you want you want the reality of it. Exactly, and you you yeah. want you want the eyelines not matching up. You want the CSO being a bit wonky. That's mm. the charm of it. You know, Yeah, it's, that's what Telly was like back then. It's yeah, a, yeah, it's a historical document. Yeah, don't know if we got anywhere with that conversation. No, I don't know, I know that we have a consensus. But I think it's in certain it's, circumstances. It's, it's fine. yeah, whatever. Um, I remember freaking out when. Uh, I think... I can't remember exactly the way it's structured, but the, the Doctor's had this confrontation with the Controller. Chris, we're getting ahead. Are we? Well, I feel like we've gone to the end of the story. What's we'll, we'll... well, it's only part one. We've still got all of bloody parting of the ways to talk about. Uh, what else do you want to say before we get on towards the latter half? Uh,
1: well, first of all, going back to the Rose thing. Yeah. How did you react to that as a kid when that moment happened? Because I, I mean, yeah, how was, old would you
2: have been? I would have been... Uh, I would have been nine. God, you would have been
1: Emilio's age. You'd have been my nephew's age.
2: I was... God, that is bonkers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what? I, I was the, I was basically the same age that I was when I went on Companion Academy.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: you little puppy
2: because uh, they gave they gave me the two-parter as a DVD on my goodie bag when I left. Oh, yeah. I was like, I've already got it, but thanks. <laughs> uh, little shit. Uh, Can I have that back? I think you kind of watch it and you go, I mean, she's obviously going to come back. Did
1: you? Point. I was shocked. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like,
2: <gasps> I didn't. I don't. I mean, think I didn't I think she was it. dead, yeah. but I
1: was like, still the shock value of seeing her get yeah. obliterated. Yeah,
2: I'm sure my mum would actually probably go, "No, you were in tears when that I mean, I certainly was at the <laughs> you end. Need to get of Billy's mum on after. it. <laughs> yeah, so she can tell the truth. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a really well staged moment, but it happens so early in the episode. You know, you kind of think. But no, towards the end of the the episode, isn't it? I, her getting zapped happens sort of like quarter of the way through, doesn't it? Because you've got. Yeah you've got the whole rest of the story they've got to introduce the controller and and there's uh the stuff with linda oh no was the stuff with linda happened before oh
1: yeah remember. stuff with linda happens concurrently with things
2: i watched this last night at <laughs> like <laughs> 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 12 o'clock in the in the <laughs> evening uh, yeah anyway carry on <laughs> um, but you were saying about the controller uh so there's a bit where they're having a you know the doctor has his confrontation mm. the first kind of chat with the controller when she wakes up that is such a good scene yeah like, she's very creepy she is so good and, and all like the, the exposed holes, holes. holes in the in this of phobia central man yeah 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 um,
1: and Annie um, said to me and I never picked up on this she said oh that's a good little nod to the Daleks that is the Daleks isn't it that she's the controller I was like what oh. and she said because there's the Battle computer. And then I was like, oh, yeah, maybe. And then they bring up the fact that she was plugged in when she was five years old. Ah. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah, that really is it. I it... thought she
2: was going to say controller like Day of the Daleks. No, no, no. Like ah. the battle computer. Yeah, I, well, it makes sense. Yeah. Um, but there's a couple of bit. I mean, when she's talking about her masters and she starts to get a bit shouty. Yeah. And then Murray introduces the little synth strings. Yeah. And you go... Well, actually, the first time it happens is when he's looking around the Big Brother house Yeah. and there's a couple of little bits, yeah. and you're like, D- did you know the Daleks were going to be back in this? Was it, was, it known?
1: It was kind of, I mean, it was heavily suggested okay. that they were going to come back. Okay. Um, so, kind of. Okay. So, it was, it was one of those things where, oh, you sort of, you don't know for sure, oh, um, but you're hoping for it to happen and then when I it did you. happen
2: it was like ah is, is that different to you to, to what you thought was going to happen in army of ghosts did you think the daleks were going to come out of the orb did we know it was daleks versus Cybermen at that point yeah because i certainly remember having no clue that i think that was
1: we, we did didn't we because the they brought the wrong dalek out didn't they for
2: the I award ceremony see, i, I, was, I was, on, was definitely watching doctor who at that point but you were i mean i think i definitely was in the forums but i wasn't trawling through Yeah, you know, and I remember seeing that and I was
1: like oh, okay, so the Daleks are almost certainly coming back then Got you,
2: okay um, um, no, I, no, I definitely didn't know that when that happened and I have a feeling I didn't know that this was happening as well because right. I was also trying to work out when I knew that Chris Eccleston was going to leave and that David Tennant would be appearing at the end of oh, I see. the next one
1: Didn't they announce um, that as soon as Bruce aired?
2: I've got a little bit on that later Oh um, So, yeah I mean that reveal of the Daleks though, when you hear the heartbeat, yeah. roses lying yes, on the floor it's... and you go, oh shit, and then they come out. Yeah. And that, I mean, and there's that good shot, isn't there,
1: with the Daleks' reflection the... in the thing, that's yeah, really
2: cool. that's really cool. <laughs>
1: Talking of Daleks and the props, mm. holy shit, the lights on these things mm. are so bright. I love it though. It's insane, I mm. was watching,
2: I was like, you could light a room. Because they take up half the frame when they're yelling at them, but uh, yeah. that, that's like, you know, ultimately... I mean, they're shot so well in this. Very good. And I think you need them to fill the frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know, so the lights probably help that a little bit. Yeah. And also, it's just sort of the way that Telly back then sort of looked. Yeah. Everything looks slightly varnished, yeah. like Vaseline. Yeah. So, so whenever there was a light on, it just sort of flared a little bit. Yeah. You, know? you see it even with the Doctor Sonic screwdriver, and that's a small little LED or whatever. Yeah. But you can see that kind of flares it, yeah, yeah, when he yeah, really switches it on. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, you've got the cliffhanger. Um, I'm, unless there's anything else you want to weigh uh, on before we get there. Is
1: there anything? Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, we'll <laughs> Patterson Joseph, the, yeah. al- the almost 11th the Doctor. The almost 11th Doctor, yeah. Uh, he's very good, you know. He yeah. play, he's a right bastard. He is. He plays it very well. He is. Um, uh, Captain Jack's Dick remarks they haven't aged well. Nope. Um, Torchwood gets mentioned For the, doesn't first it? For the first time. For the first time. Yep. Soundtrack is great. Oh, I love that line. She's been evicted from life. Really good, great stuff. Talked about the controller. Oh yes, mm. Linda.
2: Linda with a Y. Linda with a
1: Y. Um, the Doctor really
2: everything really really digs her.
1: I mean, everything goes wrong mm. for the Ninth Doctor because mm. he's copped every he's copped the planet up because yep. of the long game, yep. and then he turns around to Linda after he gets out and says. I promise I'll get you out alive. And the poor cow gets zapped.
2: Obviously. Um, yeah, I, I, I want to say as well, because you brought the long game up, I love how that does all the legwork. Yes. So you don't have to worry about explaining where they no. are. Like You get yeah. straight into it yeah. and you just get into and the And I, I love business. that. I
1: love that it calls back to an mm. earlier episode. I think and that's then great. it goes back Especially...
2: to all the bad wolf stuff. Yeah. And then, and then they mention... We were we just left Cardiff and then we went to yeah. uh, Kyoto and yeah. now we're here. It just feels like a proper yeah. well, that, narrative. That, that shot of Billy Piper. Getting oh yeah, and then away. she gets
1: <laughs> it's like oh, on a little treadmill. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Um Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, all that stuff's great. Um, but yeah, and Linda's fun... stuff is. Just... Linda, yeah, but yeah. He,
2: the doctor's type. Digs
1: her. 19-year-old blondes. There chavy. 19-year-old <laughs> blondes.
2: He really digs Linda with a Y. Yeah. There, yeah, there's that... It's it's odd sort of... You know, obviously we're, we're, we're kind of past the TV movie and we're past the point where we acknowledge the Doctor probably likes and fancies people and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he really kind of lays it on thick with Linda. He can't yeah. stop beaming at her when yeah. they're talking about, you know, I could come away with you sort of thing. And he's like, it's not... A doctor. I mean, you, you could read between the lines and look at the dialogue and think any actor could play it any way they wanted to. Yeah. But the fact that he is just like, maybe I will, maybe we'll do that. It's yeah. just like, hey. All right, get a room. Jesus Christ, <laughs> mate, you know. <laughs> it really palms are sweating, he's getting all, you know. That's not a certain screwdriver in his pocket. It's not. It's his massive... Northern... <laughs> wang. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is... Such a great addition because you need, you need, everyone dies in the story apart from the regulars. Yeah. Everyone dies. Jack comes back to life, but you know, everybody dies apart from the regs.
1: It is really quite something.
2: Mm. Oh, I mean, even the regs die. The Doctor bloody dies at the end. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and that that cliffhanger for, for, you know, Bad Wolf, it's got to be top three cliffhangers oh it's of all time. great isn't it it's fantastic the way it ramps up I'm going to save her yeah. and then the dun- 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 yeah music. the music oh. and then the sonic to the screen and then the fact that there was no next time trailer straight away it yeah. sets that precedent of right everyone stick around because it, it does allow you to decompress from it's definitely a stylistic choice it allows you to decompress from that massive cliffhanger yeah stop the kids running around the front room screaming and going the trailer will be on in a second look and yeah. then you can watch it once yeah. the trailers have Once the credits have gone up. Um, Yeah, masterful. um. Absolutely
1: fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, Chris is just superb, isn't
2: he? Um, Parting of the Ways, I'm going to read you the synopsis that was in Radio Times that week. Okay. The ninth Doctor's final episode is an epic encounter with the Daleks.
1: That was it? That was it.
2: Wow. Um, Now, David Tennant is billed as the Doctor in the Radio Times, so obviously everybody knew. He was announced as the Doctor on the day Aliens of London went out.
1: Right. Which,
2: bizarrely, is the episode that was filmed in the recording block where apparently it all kind of fell apart with Eccles and the producers. Oh. So bonkers that it lined up. How weird. What we- that the announcement came out on that yeah. day. Um, and do you want to know what was on just before this episode of Doctor Who? Do you remember?
1: I can't remember. No, I, I remember the countdown trailers. Yeah. Remember those? They were great.
2: Doctor Who, The Ultimate Guide. Oh, really? Uh, as the new series oh, reaches and David here's a look back at the Doctor and Rose's whirlwind adventures in time and space including their encounters with aliens, alien enemies both old and new featuring behind the scenes access and interviews with cast and crew so not Doctor Who Confidential but an entirely, an entirely separate
1: show it's bonkers isn't it I mean, just the, the amount of content mm. all these special trailers special bespoke programs yep. just because it was such a huge thing and to think that but it, but it, like,
2: it wasn't at the, t- at the time but you think like the fucking balls they had on them to yeah. be like this is going to be massive yeah. everybody in the production knows we're getting this right yeah. and we've got the best team possible to yeah. hit the ground running and make this a smash success because- the BBC are behind them they're going like, "Oh my god, this is going to be so." They must yeah. have been looking at the reaction but, I mean, from the public even, and rubbing even, their hands. Yeah, like, I mean, but is...
1: then even like when you read The Long Game, that fantastic book, you know mm-hmm. that there are people within the BBC who are like, "Oh, fuck oh, me why, yeah. you know, why are they doing this is going to be a disaster." But the
2: people that that you need the support from they, and that are behind they know. them, they yeah. know exactly what they're doing and they know that they are, you know, they trust Russell yeah. and Because Julie this could and have been and... the
1: biggest tits up. Ever, mm. and that could and it could have killed Doctor Who forever. You know, if easily. this hadn't worked, we probably would never have Doctor Who back. Because no. that, probably be like, right, you know,
2: we tried with one, one and Gans. done, well, two or three years, you yeah, know, and then maybe take it off like but, primeval yeah it would have it would have had the same impact culturally as primeval um don't say
1: that i have had a few people say in the comments that we should talk about primeval and never watched oh, it i can't I think nev- of anything i want n- to review less than primeval.
2: i've never watched it and i don't intend to i do remember some of the cg being quite good but it was you're definitely watching this going but you're not doctor who though
1: i think that's it it was just it was itv's answer to doctor Who. Mm.
2: Like Saffron Steel was back in the seventies. Yeah. The same sort of like, but you can't you can't steal the thunder because you just no. don't do it as well. No. Um, Nobody does it better. The Dalek Emperor.
1: Yeah, he's good, isn't he?
2: Not only cool that he's taking on a, the Dalek Emperor, but an insane Dalek Emperor, mm. which is just like you know, as the Doctor says, it's even more dangerous. That makes him deadlier than ever. It does. Um, and the whole thing about being god yeah and i so created cool. life if you're going to destroy everything doctor what does that make yeah.
1: you yeah what a
2: fucking line of dialogue it's that so is. good oh my word it's uh, you know. and just even
1: the stuff like when they have the, the little confrontation about bad wolf
2: and he's yeah. like oh that's not
1: my design so this like, oh. is the word of god and you're like wow this is i remember as a kid being like well what the fuck is this
2: yeah. then what's going on what's that explain that. what is bad wolf
1: Bad wolf is uh, a message that Rose has left for herself, so it leads her back to the point where she
2: needs to be. It's a paradox, isn't it? So she's she is the bad wolf. She is the bad wolf. And when she embodies the time vortex...
1: Yeah, she throws so the words out there so that Rose normal can get to that point she needs to be in order to do the thing.
2: I have to say, I think the scattering of the bad wolf corporation letters is a bit on the nose. That is a bit on the nose. Because it's like, well, I mean... <laughs> How do, they, how do they get out of there? <laughs> do they just queue up at the airlock and then they go into the time vortex? So, so and then... all, all of a sudden,
1: there's a, a big letter B yeah. flying through space. The big
2: letter B goes. I'm going to be the graffiti on the big field, <laughs> uh, yeah, which gonna... was
1: there for years, wasn't it? They couldn't scrub it off properly. I remember saying to Annie, I was like, "Oh, that that was there for donkey's years."
2: Magnifique. Um, and then and then after the kind of the big confrontation with with um, the Dalek Emperor. You get that bit again, Chris playing a blinder, where he's got his head against the doors and you can hear them screaming on the yeah. other side of the TARDIS and blasting. Yeah and, yeah. and you're like, yeah, this dude's got trauma yeah. from, you know, that, and you never see the doctor in that kind of a no, a mentally emotional no. state. Yeah. Where you just think, I mean, he's crumbled here. But
1: he was the perfect casting because nobody does perfect. that internal angst mm. and the weight of everything on his shoulders better than he does. Yeah. He was the... You You couldn't have cast anyone else no. for that part. No. I he, And he's fantastic. Yeah. And every time I watch him as the Doctor, I think, God, why didn't we get another series? I know. Because he's just
2: so good. It would be so interesting to go to an alternative dimension and, yeah. and see series two with yeah. Chris
1: in it. But maybe, maybe it's for the best that he didn't have a second series. Maybe a second series might have undermine something you know how would the relationship with the doctor and her have been after that snog you know maybe we would have been getting into if
2: she remembers it
1: if she remembers yeah well yeah that's true I, you know i don't know but it's ugh, he was so good
2: i think i think uh, doctor who fans are always going to do what if you know xyz happened what if it hadn't been cancelled whatever but i think if it worked as well as it did you know it's just like that was meant to be yeah whatever happened back s- behind the scenes yeah. whatever it, it was meant to be that way yeah. because chris has unlike i think any doctor he's got so much good faith because that one year you know i don't mean to say this in the way that you know one bad episode makes people look at an actor who's played the doctor and thinks they're any less of them mm. but he just had just a run of solid gold yeah, and so that's the way that people will always and and he's so many people's yeah. first doctor. It, that's it. So he yeah. will be held in the highest yeah. Of reverence. Yeah, for like so e- many people.
1: even like some of the less than great episodes, like Aliens of London or mm. The Long Game. You know, or Boomtown. You know, those episodes are a bit fluffier around the edges. That we don't. You know, even they have really. Str- you know, there are strong
2: elements to them. Mm. Um, when was the last time you watched that Aliens in London two-parter oh when I did a marathon I reckon if you watched it now yeah. especially coming off the back of watching this yeah. I reckon you'd have a brilliant time with it I, probably, I reckon I, it would I, shoot I, up I prob- your estimations I probably
1: would I probably would and it's one that I've been wanting to watch with the kids because I not like yeah Marci and Emilio are just going to love Fight aliens in. that fart in yeah you it's know. perfect for them I mean Marcello's like a little Slovene anyway so <laughs> you know, with his ass oh
2: my god <laughs> Um, uh, and then, and then, so we've got all the stuff that the doctor's putting the delta wave together. Yeah. And uh, Rose is going to come along, and you know, I'm going to help you out with this. and Yeah. He goes, Great. Just hold this down. Yeah. And you know, as soon as he, you know, you you know, he's stringing her along. Yeah. You know, he's doing it for her benefit. It's just, it's so crushing when you kind of realize. Yeah. He knows he has to. It's, send her away.
1: Again, it's his acting. It just the the, the facade falls, mm. doesn't it? He, and the music swells, and oh, just so good. Poor Captain Jack, though, when he's like, "Oh, you sent her home." You could be like, "Well, c- could have, could have sent me home."
2: <sighs> I, 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 didn't write any notes, about Captain you did Jack. Not? In the story.
1: No, that was the only thing that I thought was like, eh,
2: Um just shows the favoritism there. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'd show favoritism to Billy Piper, <laughs> well, to be fair. Well, yeah, of course. Um, And then the hologram scene. Yeah. And I think that was the moment I, when I, as a kid, I realised he really is going to change at the end mm. of this because the precedent had not been set for what modern Who would do with the regeneration. No. He could have gone at the end of Bad Wolf as, as far as I knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so when you see that bit, you're like, okay, well... This is gonna. This, he is gonna go at the end of this episode. Yeah, it, it wouldn't be so grave for the Doctor to send her away. Yeah. send the TARDIS away, and then that thing that he does, where he says, you know, just let this old box become mm. a thing on a street corner, all that sort. Do you think that's Russell, as the Doctor, sort of going, if this show doesn't work?
1: Well, yeah, it could just be. let this thing, ga- let
2: I, this box gather dust.
1: I mean, I think there's a lot, a lot of that in this series because mm. i remember when we did um we did the we are cult event uh, and we talked about dalek, didn't we?
2: Yes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. You
1: can read so much of that because you know the daleks like well, why do we survive and i don't know, you know, when i watched it when we did that review, for me it was like we're these two titans of television that mm. everyone's forgotten about mm. us. Mm. But we're still here, yeah. you know, Having a second go, you know. There's a kind of. I mean, maybe that's just us reading into it. I don't but think so. I think there's a there's an element of that. Like, I think
2: there is a massive layer of meta yeah. um, commentary that we probably are only now just sort of starting yeah. to appreciate because we're that far away from it. Exactly. And yeah. the same conversations yeah. have come up about is Doctor Who getting a bit tired? Exactly. Is it time yeah. to give it a rest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's all that you know. If you want to, he <coughs> says something like, "If you want to." remember me yeah. or something if you want to honour me just have a good life yeah yeah and that is the sort of message of Doctor Who isn't it I mean and then Rose goes on to talk about it was a better life with him yeah yeah, yeah. and that that just speaks to the core of Doctor Who it's all about going out there exploring new things new better ways of thinking about things mm. and looking at things and da 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 Uh, That whole sequence just encapsulates the magic of Doctor Who. Yeah, and that was
1: one of the things I put in my notes was Parting of the Ways does such a fantastic job of balancing the sci-fi and that domestic world Mm. that I don't think any showrunner since Russell has been able to grapple. I think Chibnall has attempted to do it, Mm. but I don't think... Anyone has quite a grip, manages to balance it and make it all feel important because, you know, I remember watching Revolution, for instance, and thinking, God, I couldn't give a shit about Ryan and his dad. Revolution Or whatever it's called, that one. Um, I mean, prove my point. Uh, But then, like, with this, you know, you really care about that moment where I got choked up watching it was when Rose says to her mum in the TARDIS... Oh, about about dads. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, that's so powerful. And that it,
1: yeah, and like Jackie's reaction, you know, as she bucks her down, you know, it's fantastic. They're all so good. It, it's just, oh, I think that was just the overall thing. I, just, I just that's why I put that thing on Twitter. Yeah, so I was like, this is just brilliant. But it,
2: it, it just everything is. It's pretty much perfect Doctor Who. It it's, really it's is. perfect
1: drama. That's it. That's what I said to Johnny. And I, it's got
2: doc, it, the Doctor Who theme at both ends of the show. Yeah. You think what the? This is just
1: brilliant. I came, I came downstairs and Annie had said to Jonathan or Matt said this about Doctor Who and he was like, "What are you talking about? How can you? How can you even think about this?" Blah blah blah. blah. And I was like, "But this is the thing." I said, "It's not just brilliant Doctor Who. Mm. It's brilliant television. Mm. The fact that it's Doctor Who is almost irrelevant because you could take all that. You could take your Daleks and all that stuff."
2: And but that's what those scenes do. Exactly. It, t- it strips all of the, the fantasy elements of it and it gets down to the human component of the and show. And that's
1: what made it so popular, is that, you know, if you weren't really in for the Daleks, mm. there was that great core, heart at yeah. the core of it.
2: And, um, and, and it, the domesticity of Doctor Who, you see it, you know, all through Moffat's era and all through yeah. Chibs' era, Oh, obviously. yeah, they
1: all try to have a sampling of it.
2: But they... but. I think Chris Chibnall is, as you said, he's the closest that's come to recapturing that dynamic because he obviously writes that kind of dialogue really well. He's got the same sort of Russell gene.
1: Yeah, because Stephen Moffat's is more of a sitcom, like, oh, we've got this couple and they're dysfunctional and, you know... It it
2: comes back to that same thing of, I don't think, apart from, I mean, maybe Stephen Moffat does, um, but no one talks like... Stephen Moffat's characters talk. No, that's it. But you know,
1: everyone in... Everyone in, in Russell's, Russell's Doctor Who, Ho, you know those characters. You know a Jackie. You know you know someone who knows a bloke who's oh, he owes me a favour. Yeah, all that stuff.
2: What favour do you reckon Rodrigo owed to Jackie then? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Let's not go there. Um, yeah, uh, that, that Pete scene is just... It's yeah. really, really and heartbreaking. I, and I think...
1: You know, I think, especially since losing my dad, hearing that you do, yeah, it, it, you sort of think, oh, yeah, you, I, know. You,
2: you know, those conversations happen, yeah, and it just so happens that it's happening in a time machine, yeah. But like, you, like we said, that doesn't matter. No, it's just, it's just two people having a human conversation. Yeah. Um, we told you this would be the gushing episode. It really is. You know,
1: um, so far the only critique
2: has been <laughs> a curtain in the. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. The drapes. Um, to bring it back to the Doctor Who side of things, you know, when you get those moments where you just think, this show's fucking cool. When the Dalek screams exterminate on the other oh, side of the glass. Oh, that is so good. It's it, And Joe Ahern, I think, who directed this, yeah. said it's his favourite shot. It's amazing. That he did. And it, it's, oh, my God. It's just so the, cool. The, the Daleks are never as good in this. Dalek... Gun effects are never as good after no. series one. Yeah, they never, they never get the no. X-ray quite uh, right yeah. again. You know. Yeah. So weird. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, even for even for Russell's Doctor Who, this is the peak of the Daleks. They are just well, they just kill everybody. Mm. They, they are literally
2: unstoppable. Mm. And because you, you've already set up one Dalek will wipe out yeah all of Salt Lake City. Yeah. And then over time, destroy the the he- massed armies of the world. Yeah. And then you've got just shy of half a million, I think they say. Yeah. And you go, but you've set this up. It's like, you know, I don't like... You know, pro wrestling allegories, you make your baddie... Yeah, yeah, You yeah. get your baddie to squash somebody from yeah. the start. And then when you put them up against fearsome opposition, yeah. you know what they're capable of. Yeah, yeah. So the audience are programmed to go, this is serious. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is, there's some serious and, and, like, trouble here. You,
1: you cannot imagine a scene in this story where... Wilfred Mott's
2: gonna come out with a pink gun and blast the Daleks. It's not that kind of episode. It it ain't gonna happen. No. It is oh it's and it's funny because fundamentally they are the same, literally. Yeah. The same Daleks. But the it's I don't know I don't know what it is. Do you think that the the Daleks after that point it's kinda difficult to take them seriously? You can only really do the here are the Daleks. Here's your here's your introduction to the Daleks, general public. You can only do that once every yeah, 26, I, I guess, years. Yeah, I guess
1: so. And like, you know, I think they're still strong in the th- next Starlink story in Doomsday and Army of Ghosts. You know, there's a sense that they're...
2: Yeah, But yeah. it's
1: just nothing... It, it, this
2: story Doesn't just, have the weight to it. No, then. it doesn't.
1: I mean, that scene when they come in mm. and those people who Jack has told like, well, you might be all right, but I can't guarantee that. Yeah. And yeah, you can't guarantee that because they all get slaughtered. That is, so, you know, hearing Patterson Joseph going on about it, oh, where's my money and mm. like oh, and the, another thing that I love are the little callbacks to to old Doctor Who. You've got the th- thing about the lunar penal colony, mm-hmm. which is a obviously a reference to Frontier in yeah. space, and another little nod to the Daleks and their as well. empire in space. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and the idea that you know Patterson Joseph's character Roderick, is that his name? Yeah, um, you know, he took you go oh, there aren't any Roderick.
2: Our new favourite character? Oh, yeah.
1: He's like, oh, they haven't. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, or well, there aren't any Daleks. Mm. And I love this idea like, yeah, the human race know what they are because exactly. they've invaded and they've had big
2: wars with them and In shit. In that kind of fairy tale sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I
1: love that. And I think you but and that's I. That's have... like how
2: people talk about the, when, you know, dads and mums getting their kids around the telly yeah. to watch the first Dalek story they oh. talk about the Daleks in that kind of fable yeah. long ago there yeah. were these things called Daleks and, and
1: I know like you and I when we've discussed about projects like you know if we did fiction Doctor yeah. Who you know that we've talked about in the past you know when we've had series ideas you know we've always sort of said or oh, it would be nice to have no Daleks in it mm. or you know but you get these the whispers, threat. you know, yeah. you hear about them or these things, but...
2: The, the only thing that doesn't quite work for me in this story is the way that they just kind of uh, appear in it. In that they've been sat on top of the Earth, cloaked for how long? These oh, yeah. massive ships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, I know that obviously they have been part of Earth's history and guiding yes. the Satellite 5. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Through all that sort yeah. of stuff. I, I get that. But the way it's just sort of like, oh, they were just hidden yeah. and, and here they all are. As yeah. impressive as that shot is, yeah. to me, it's still a bit like, but after the time war and they're all wiped out and there's one Dalek left yeah. and it's just, oh, some of them, some of those ships must have survived then. Yeah. And, it, you know, you think, well, why weren't they making movements sort of like yeah, sooner? Yeah. Yeah. But I get that obviously you, you need to keep the reveal back yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it's the only thing that kind of made me mm. stop a little bit. But yeah. It was a very, very minor thing.
1: Uh, some symmetry here with Day of the Doctor. Obviously, not intended because, mm. well, maybe it is From as far as Stephen's concerned. The scene where he's going to press the delta wave yeah. or mentor mm. and he can't do it and he's like, oh, coward, any day. Um, which is such a lovely mm. moment because you know the doctor's not going gonna to do, do it. He's not going to do it. And then, of course, in Day of the Doctor, you know, you think he's going to do it, but he still can't do it mm. because, at his core, that's just not the man that he is. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of works. It's kind of nice symmetry. I mean, I still don't really necessarily completely agree with undoing the Time War because I think the Time no, War worked so no. well. Um,
2: but, I mean, the, in the same way that everybody, you yourself, say... Ah well, Timeless children is going to be forgotten about at some point anyway. Yeah. The way that the canon is so malleable. Yeah. It's like it has its impact at the time. Exactly. But then at some point you do kind of just have to move on exactly. from that. Because if you make it too rigid, you can't do anything yeah, you, in this know, universe.
1: God, can you imagine if Shooty Gut were came along and started carried on about the bloody time war? You'd yeah. be like, oh my god. You know. Uh, I
2: mean, anything could happen. I mean, anything could happen. Anything <laughs> could have already happened. Yeah. They, we very... don't know. What What were Shooty's first lines, everybody? What, <laughs> what were David's first lines? Um, the time war. Of... <laughs> what do you think of the kiss? Does it feel... Come here. A bit... You need a doctor. I think you need a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> does it feel a bit... Unnecessary? It, it, it does feel a bit odd. Like... It's... it's it's very melodramatic. Yeah. And I think that's the only problem I have with it.
1: The ninth doctor's like, look, I know I'm going to bloody die in a minute. <laughs> yeah,
2: so give us a snog. Well, I've still got a thing for blonde chaps. Because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to be into next yeah. time, but I'm into you. Come here. <laughs> Come I, in, me box. I, 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 I,
1: I already, had, I had two possibly on the go. One's gone, one's dead.
2: I had plans for both of you <laughs> uh, when all this was over.
1: I love that that jealousy between. Yeah. Billy Piper plays it so well.
2: Beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. God, she's such a good actor. She's, she's so, so good. good.
1: To think there was a time when when she was announced, you know, everyone was like, "What, oh, what Billy yeah.
2: Piper?" And then, and then she just goes, "You're all so wrong." Yeah. Like how good fab- I am
1: a how fabulous an actress am I?
2: Um. I kind of feel like watching it this time, it kind of comes out of nowhere. From this, from this watch. Yeah. I just thought, could he not have held a hand and it went through his hand or yeah. something? Do you know what I mean? Like, I, but, yeah, but then, well, but then it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the finale. Any other officers here? Fucking Al. Stop. The power of the time vortex leaves him via Goatsy. Um, You know, it just, to me, it's it's just very melodramatic. Yeah. I think in the moment where you're like, go on, go yeah. on, you know, the the, the, the yeah. families at home yeah. who have no precedent for thinking, well, the Doctor is this asexual creature who's not really interested in a He's a sexual machine, I think. <laughs> <laughs> He's, you know, it, it doesn't make, yeah. it's, it's him yeah. or there for them. Yeah. But I just watching it this time, I thought, yeah, that's a bit, it's a bit over the top. Mm. But Fine, you, it's I think a you can to go, I
1: think you can go with it. I think you roll with it. And I think especially now when you've got like Matt Smith just like kissing women randomly.
2: Yeah, or, or being sexually assaulted by... Exactly. You know,
1: it, 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 it tames it into comparison. Yeah. Um, Pelton's comparison. Uh, one thing that I wanted to bring up was a criticism that has always sort of been around for Russell's finales um, has been this idea of the deus ex machina. Right. A few people have always said like, oh, well... Um, In uh, The Last of the Time Lords, oh, he just gets all these magical god powers and then does everything like that. And it never happened. And, you know, know, there's no consequences except for Martha Jones's family who are all madly traumatised. You know, and I guess he's in with like series four, like, oh, Donna gets Time Lord powers and she just needs to go, and then, oh, it's all sorted. Yeah. Um, This kind of has an, an element of that Rose gets magical powers, comes in, do- wipes out the Daleks like that. Yeah. And, so you know, saves everything. And it's, everything's put in the way in the box, nice and tight. And we don't really ever come back to yeah, the yeah. fallout of Rose having these powers or anything like I that. Um, but I still think that this is probably the one that does it the best. It yeah. feels like there's been more of a build-up to, oh, this was meant to happen. I think well, because I of mean, the
2: bad wolf thing. Exactly. So well. and, and the whole thing with the... Looking into the eye of the TARDIS. Yes, all that had that. been set up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's. I pref- I would prefer this to the. I don't want to. You know, I, I am a reform person, but rather than doing the whole love. Saves oh yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. I far prefer this because yeah. it, it's just more tangible. Yeah, like you say, it's been set up. Yeah, it's happening. Yes, yeah. there's, there's some action involved and some toing and froing and mm. some actual. Yeah, like even if the Doctor did use the Delta Wave. Thing. Yeah, and that was what he used just to bang. Yeah. everything's gone. It's still sort of the same.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Device. Yeah. Plot device. Um, but I guess because it's ethereal, mm. golden energy. Yeah. It feels less, yeah. less like a, a a rigid, get out of jail yeah. free card. Sort yeah.
1: Of, you know? and I think it's both. Her and Chris sell it very well. Oh, yeah, yeah, she yeah. does a very good performance. I mean, obviously they modulate her voice and stuff to make it sound weird and scary. Yeah, um, and she's crying like her yeah, tears are all like white yeah, and stuff. Yeah, it's and it, 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 yeah, and it looks yeah. There's something kind of uneasy about the whole scene, and obviously mm. Chris is looking at her like, this, "Oh, sh- this, yeah. this is I've got f- bollocks," you know.
2: And it, it, she's it, it comp- keeps
1: getting worse. I've already fucked up the planet Earth, and now this.
2: <laughs> but I love the fact that her thing is. She could do anything. Yeah. She, could just, she, she wipes the Daleks out. Blah, blah blah blah. But the thing she actually decides to do is bring somebody back to life. Yeah. Um, she brought Jack back to life. She. I, I mean, she, her priority is bringing Jack back. I'm not quite sure if that's right. Yeah. But you know, she could have brought everybody back to life yeah. on that station. And you know, the fact she doesn't, I don't think, is sort of noticeable no. in the plot. Yeah. But it's nice that that is the the thing that she does. Yeah. Besides saving the day and giving the Doctor a peck. She decides to bring somebody back to life. Yeah. Um, maybe that even ties into the Pete conversation from earlier. Yeah. You know, that could be a nice... She could fi- actually yeah, save somebody. I can save somebody, yeah. Uh, which is which is lovely. Um, so, uh, I've got a note here. Rose can absorb the power of the time vortex, but the Doctor can't.
1: Yeah, I did... I was a kind of a bit like, well... Is it because he... Uh, I, I This is going to
2: sound really odd yeah. that he kind of swallows it. Do you know what I mean? Like she's inhabiting it, yeah. but he actually lets it become part of his cellular... Maybe. Know, he absorbs I don't it into his cells or whatever. We'll go with that. Yeah, let's do that. That, that works. Yeah. Um, should we go on to the regeneration? Yes, or talk got, about
1: the regeneration.
2: What do you think of the speech? Oh, perfect. Because he's not... I don't mean... This is going to sound really rude. He's not Matt Smith doing a speech. And it's yeah. not Peter Capaldi doing a speech. No. This is the ninth doctor doing a speech. Yeah. There's no grand farewell of, well, I've had a great couple of years, but no, that's me this done. Is, this is I it. wish I could have done things differently Yeah. There you go, you know.
1: And it's not, oh, I'm soliloquizing yeah. because I'm soliloquizing. This is, you're, you're the woman I love and this is all going to change very dramatically for you and I'm sorry But you know, you know, didn't we have a nice? Didn't we have a good time?
2: But then, yeah, well, yeah, there's that. And I think he, you can definitely read into it any way you like. But for me, it's him telling Rose and the kids at home. And the kids at home, yeah. You've been so brave getting through this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, uh, it's been been scary, scary. hasn't it? Yeah, it's been tense. Yeah, you got through this. Well done. And. I'm not going to be here anymore. Yeah. And things are going to be different, but don't worry, everything will be fine. Yeah. And then, bam. Yeah. And, I, you know, I don't think it can be understated for Christopher Eccleston to have been the first guy to do a modern regeneration. Mm. Everybody does it differently. Yeah. And there's variations on a theme. Yeah. But everybody follows that template. Mm. I'd love to see the way that it was directed, like, if Chris is like, well, if I've got this... If I'm regenerating and my cells are dying, mm. surely I should be like, because yeah. all the doctors sort of do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And getting a bit, yeah, yeah wary yeah. and like, oh, I'm gonna faint, and then bang, and then they go. Yeah. Um, but he creates that performance. Yeah. And every doctor afterwards goes, yeah. well, he he can't do any better than that, so exactly. I'll, I'll just do that. Yeah, you know. And I think. And the fact he's not like walking around, he's just sat in what he's yeah. still in one spot, going, it's gonna happen. It's gonna, I'm gonna go, yeah. and. It just ramps up that tension. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. No, it's yeah. I mean, I, I mean, to speak as I find, I do like Matt Smith's one. I think his is. I think his speech is lovely.
2: But Amy turns up in it, and you go. No, I like off, that. Are you get I out like, of here. No, it's... I like
1: that. I do like the Amy Pom thing. I, 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 I will. I must. I will her wig is
2: atrocious though
1: yeah, but his wig is atrocious <laughs> no his
2: wig's alright
1: no his is wank throughout his the whole his looks
2: ep- better than hers no
1: they both look shit do you think oh I think they're terrible Fair I can't enough. watch Time of the Doctor without looking at Matt Smith going that's a wig that's a wig that's a wig that's a wig <laughs> that's a wig um, you know yeah I, I, I like his I'm you know I, I mean Tennant doesn't give a speech mm. but Tennant <laughs> he's doing that for like 15, 15 minutes before he says, I don't want to go, and I don't like I don't want to go. Uh, and off Capaldi, you know, my, my. I didn't go. I'm back. Yeah, he's I'm right back. Here. Yeah. Um, what? Imagine that. Imagine that was David Tennant's first line in The Power of the Doctor. I didn't go. I didn't, I
2: didn't go. <laughs> I, I mean, his first lines and the last lines of that episode are going to be, what? 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 Yeah. Undoubtedly.
1: Undoubtedly. Um, yeah, but then Peter Capaldi's one about, oh god, he goes on. And I love Peter Capaldi. Never eat pears. Never eat pears. Shut up!
2: I do like die! The, I, do like, <laughs> I do like the bit where he does, um, I don't know, you hate it. Children will know your
1: name. Oh, fuck that. And it's just the doctor mansplaining to the first woman doctor yeah, how to be the doctor.
2: Do this is how to be the doctor, love. There's a, there's a spare key under the mat. So <laughs> yeah. You get lost.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, it is awful, and I, I, I hate it. And I, I dread to think what is going to happen with Jodie Whittaker. Hope, I hope to God that hers is far more rooted in normality.
2: Oh, God. Uh, I Because mean, she
1: said she's got one, and they did it in one take. Like, it's a one... Not, sorry, in one take. They
2: did it as... It is a one sh- long shot. I mean, by now, by the time everybody's watching this... Oh, yeah. It's already happened. It's already happened. Oh, well... Final predictions? What's, what she, is it going to be a long speech? Is it going to oh, be... Oh yeah, probably. What she, what 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 kind of things is she going to hit? What's she going to sort of come across? I wish I'd have got more episodes <laughs> across five years. I wish that China deal had happened. Um, I, I think it will be... I wish we really had set up that we were going to be lesbians. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I wish this all paid off a bit better, but you know, I've had a great time. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Um, I uh, see it at Gallifrey 1.
1: Yeah, yeah. That'll be her last yeah. line. And then is David Tennant going to get another... He's going to give another speech. Oh, it's so good being the doctor again. I, I might do this on Big Finish for serious. years.
2: He's going to go, new face, plastic surgery. I've done a good job there <laughs> all those years of sticking around, David. You, Why have I got better hair now than I did 10 years ago? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, sure. I mean, there'll definitely be a line of... There'll definitely be a line sort of championing I was the first woman, and I was that, the first
1: woman, but kind of not if you count the Joanna uh, Lumley. You, Joanna, no, not Joanna Lumley. If you count the Fugitive Doctor, because technically she's the first female doctor, or maybe not. Maybe it's one of those little kids. Who the fuck knows
2: anymore?
1: I've uh, sort of become Karen from the Ogscat.:
2: You have, yeah.
1: Sorry about that, everybody.
2: <laughs> um, uh, that uh, that. Go on. Are you gonna say anything else oh, about no, Jodie? Any no, to, to come. No, 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 Jodie to come. Sorry. Um, I was definitely crying for Chris's re- regeneration. By the time he says um, it means I'm gonna change, I by that time. Well, as a when kid, you watched it. Well, no, no, as a kid. Yeah. I was like, I remember being in tears by that line. Yeah, I remember by the being. Point, that line up. came along
1: because, uh, and I said to anyone I was watching, it's like, oh, you know, like because although he wasn't really my doctor.
2: Mm. He kind of was
1: our oh, doctor because
2: uh, we didn't have... That, this was my first real acknowledgement of that, I think. Yeah. Watching this last yeah. night, I was like, I mean, I know that my favourite doctors, the first ones I saw are like John and Sylve. Yes. And so they're my kind of first. Yeah. But when you get down to it and you actually kind of acknowledge, well, no, Chris was my first doctor. In, yeah, in the... In, in the linear he, sense. He, yes. Um, and then I mean,
1: you For me, it would have been Paul. But, yeah, 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 you know, And I kind of—that's why I, I think I've taken to Paul Moore now. It's like this lovely nostalgia of thinking, "God, would not it have been great to have been everything... six years old and watching this on a Saturday?" Tea yeah, time. yeah, yeah, um, exactly.
2: But it, you know, w- watching it, I got so swept up in it. I did. And yeah, I was yeah, just me too. Like, yeah, I mean, this is—I I, can't—I can't deny that this is excellent. Yeah, and it is technically speaking my doctor yeah 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 and it's his final story yeah um and and i
1: think for me contrary to what jonathan might think this does feel almost in sort of like classic doctor who mm, for me in a way mm. because i was a kid you know or i was no i was 12 this is our classic who now yeah no what was year was this uh 2005 how old would i have been
2: uh, you would have been... I just
1: turned 12, not 13. Well, uh, no, I did turn 13. You were, I was going to say 13, yeah. probably, yeah. And it was before, you know, I became a jaded teenager, which happened very quickly. But I, I was
2: just about to say, because whenever we talk about yeah. Doctor Who 2005 onwards, generally, there's always been between you and me a bit of a, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but this is the thing.
1: But... When we, I went to watch this on Friday night, and I was like, oh, I really don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch Doctor Who, and I was like, "Oh, come on, you know, you'll enjoy it." I was like, well, "She said, well, you we don't have to watch this.' Watch this. I was like, no, no, no! I gotta watch it because we got a film on Monday. Come on, let's <laughs> put it on." Oh, and within seconds, I was just swooped up in it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I enjoyed that so much, yeah. And it's just that's the power of Doctor Who; and it, it can make you not want to watch
2: it. Yeah, fuck me, it's so good. It's made me go back and think. I, I'm just gonna pick random, random episodes now, yeah, and just go have a bit of that, have a bit of this. I think. My my, like most you know kids growing up, yeah. from the age of you know if Doctor Who catches you about six years old or whatever it is, you've probably got a good five or six years of diehard. Yes, I am a Doctor Who fan and nothing else in you. Yeah, before generally people start to peel away and not watch the program as much mm. uh, and grow up and yeah. do different things. And I think you know obviously I, I had Doctor Who <clears throat> imprinted on me. Before that, so yeah. I, I was immune from it. Yeah. But when I think about, you know, how long people generally tend to be diehard Whovians for as a kid, and you get to Matt Smith's first season, really, series one to five, is kind of it. Yeah. And I think that my general kind of uh, about modern Who, which the, I've had, yeah, um, is me tainting series six. Onwards, onwards yeah reflecting that back on everything else right without realizing that i have got a nostalgia yeah for this like people have nostalgia for tom exactly and oh yeah yeah the yeah yeah. Cutouts yeah
1: yeah and
2: I, longleat
1: i mean this is it like i mean i love i, I think series two isn't as strong as one but there's mm-hmm. some great stuff in there and series three i absolutely love is probably my second yeah. favorite series of the new series um Four, I think for me was when I was the teenage fatigue started to set in. I I, I would,
2: agree. I would um, agree.
1: And then five, I was like, oh, this is good because it's all new. Mm. And then six, it was just yeah, right off. Um, but like you were saying, you know, we shot that thing the other day with the battles in time cards, and the nostalgia we had opening those packets and mm. being like, you know, I I can remember getting them when mm. Mum came back from shopping, and oh, who have I got? Fuck me, I got bloody that. Guy from Gridlock, to- oh, Tory man yeah. in a bowler hat. Businessman. It, you know. But, yeah, it's that.
2: I think this has been a bit of a watershed for me watching this. Yeah, I'm just I like, know what you mean. And, and you know, and I've I, been putting it on yes. Twitter, I've been watching a lot of adverts from yeah, yeah. that time as well. And I, so I sort of feel like I've watched a week's worth of yes. television yeah, yeah, from yeah. that era and the yeah. lead up to it. And and so I've been sort of embracing that period of time mm. a lot over the last couple of weeks. And so to watch this yeah. and to know Doctor Who Confidential played a massive part in yes. me becoming interested in film and television yeah. and getting a job in the industry and da, 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 da. It's a seminal mm. period of Doctor Who. Yeah. And I think I'm now acknowledging how, how important so, that is yes. for me and oh, how yeah. much it means to yeah, me.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was sort of thinking, and I th- think it all the time, really. I think I just, it Especially when Russell was announced as coming back, you know, this idea that if it wasn't for him, mm. you know, this wouldn't be happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, we would not be here yeah. talking in this setting. You know, I wouldn't have the job that I have now either if it wasn't for Russell bringing mm. it back, getting me so interested in it, in Doctor Who and making things and mm. learning to edit and this, mm. that and the other. And... You know, I wouldn't have created a YouTube channel, you know.
2: Done all your action our, figure adventures. Yeah, our paths wouldn't would have, crossed. have crossed. Yeah. You would um, have been the person that the boys across the road told me has a t- TARDIS in his garden. And I yeah. never would have believed them. I yeah. never would have known that you existed. Yeah, um, <laughs> I exist. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's just, it is, it's a, it's a cultural yeah, keystone, isn't it? Yeah, it's
1: mad, you know. And I've often sort of thought, like, oh God, I'd love to meet Russell and say, you know, thank you if well, it was it yeah. for you
2: I think those are probably the first words I'd say to him thank, yeah thank you know, you, thanks, you yeah. know you've shaped our lives yeah really at least this like first quarter of it or whatever yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's hugely mad. important yeah um, let's talk about David Tennant oh I. what do you make of his first appearances on screen uh, well as, we, as he, he looks so young he does he looks like a little boy his face shape has changed yeah. so much. Yeah. He's got that, which he never kind of gets again. He look, he's got a totally clean-shaven face. Yeah. And for, he always get has a little, little bit, bit of something coming yeah, through, yeah. but he's totally clean-shaven in this. It's yeah. so strange. It, it is, it's really weird. It doesn't it, look like David Tennant. No. It looks like a so, screen test.
1: He's so young. And like, can you remember the um, the first costume images that came out?
2: What, of him in his... In his le- pinstripe suit. No, no. Oh. Oh. Was Ki- it? What? What? What was
1: it? Well, he looks again. He looks really young. He's got the part, parted hair oh, of yeah. Series Two, mm-hmm. which obviously doesn't last beyond Series Two. And then he had like a white shirt on mm. with his pinstripe jacket, which mm. he never wears. No. He has the blue shirt, doesn't it? I think they must have looked at him like, well, oh, no, white doesn't work with that." So I don't, He looks I like. I don't remember that photograph. You know, He's no. like there's the TARDIS behind him on the Powerless Estate, and. Billy Piper's. Oh yeah, they're
2: in, they're in the playgrounds. Yeah, yeah I, rem- yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, yeah. Of and course. it's like, oh, he looks so weird. He looks he lo- it, but, comparatively now. But I looked at him and went, oh, that's what Doctor Who wears, though. Yeah. Compared to Chris, I've never. Yeah. Never but, I mean, even them.
1: No, and I said this. I still say this now that it's. I mean, it makes sense for the time. Mm.
2: Um, but it doesn't feel like a Doctor's Not costume. Not particularly. It, it, it's like the Doctor's <clears costume. <clears <throat> If they went, okay, realistically, if he's going to blend into scenarios, yeah. he needs to wear something like this. Yes. Not a clan costume. No. Which is fine. Yeah. But the, the, I think there just needed the to be a to little leave. flourish in there. Yeah,
1: their... of course. Uh, it was funny, actually, we played um, Doctor Who Trivial Pursuit the other day. Oh, yeah. Emilio got it for his birthday. And uh, one of the questions was what, and it was the, new, the updated version mm. for questions about the 12th Doctor and the 13th oh, Doctor. So we should right, play that. Okay. Yeah, we should. It was really good. Mm. It was really good. Um, everyone hated me because I just... Were oh, <laughs>
2: um, you playing it with your mum?
1: No, I was playing it with um, Johnny, the kids, and, and Annie. Actually, no, mum didn't bother. Mom it was doesn't matter
2: who's around that table. There's only, like, two winners, really. yeah. or one winner. And
1: one of the questions Annie got was, oh, which doctor wore a leather jacket? And she said, well, the ninth doctor. And she said, well, and the war doctor... And the 8th and the Doctor, if you want to
2: get technical. What, what answer did they take? It was the ninth Doctor. Well, uh, bin that off. We're not playing that game. It's no. wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, like...
1: I mean, like, Tennant's costume is... Or we're, we're dipping our toe into the weird and wacky world of Doctor Who's mad yeah, outfits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're, it's still quite safe.
2: Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I, and then when the blue one comes along... Yeah, that's, that's a bit a more... Bit more
1: and yeah. then obviously when matt smith because i think stephen was the same wasn't he He was quite reticent about mm. you know matt smith being like can i wear a bow tie no don't be stupid mm. no can i wear this tweed jacket with oh the elbow god no you, don't be stupid. you see
2: some of the stuff they were going to put him in from the screen test yeah and it just, none of it works no he looks mad that first costume is exceptional yeah um both the burgundy and the blue variants yeah 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 and then it all goes downhill Series 6. Yeah, because um, they,
1: like, clean his hair up and it's too polished.
2: And then they just give him, like, a plain white shirt. Yeah. Or a less textured white shirt and a yeah. different bow tie and a less well-fitted tweed yeah. jacket. It's a bit oversized. It yeah. looks like one it, that you just beat. yeah the pattern's different it's, it's all
1: it's got like a tartan pattern well, like that one yeah, um, yeah you know and it's it's just not quite right
2: and then you get to 7b and yeah. you go that's what you should have been wearing the whole yeah. time i mean i love the f- i
1: love the series 5 outfit but, but i think that, that's really good i
2: think the fact that that is so good yeah. that you'd go i take that over that and yeah. i really like series 5 yeah outfit. anyway parting of the ways yeah what are we talking about anyway we um, we're talking <laughs> about Doctor Who costumes uh yeah so david said his first lines new teeth new teeth that's
1: weird and another precedent set that sets the precedent then for every regeneration yeah afterwards. yeah
2: acknowledge a the,
1: body part
2: a body part yeah
1: 11th doctor oh am I a girl no I'm not a girl. probably couldn't get away with that so no, no, much no, these days no. um, ginger I'm not ginger all that stuff or oh, kidneys I've got new kidneys,
2: kidneys. yeah
1: uh, I don't think uh, Jodie doesn't make mention anything no she just goes brilliant she does doesn't she
2: because I mean the change is quite obvious yes um oh funny <laughs> um I I, I I got those etheric beam locations the the one the one thing i i do have about about david mm. and i i i'll get over it at some point and i'm sure next year is going to be the, the moment i get over it but it's the barcelona <laughs> thing i'm just like the gurning mm. and the grinning is too much. It's that insert that clip
1: of Barney from The Simpsons when he drinks the the beer for the first time after he's oh yeah it. yeah
2: it begins. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that. it's exactly that, and I, I you know I the, the Tenth Doctor. I, I don't know how else to say it, but he's kind you know he's my least favourite. Yeah, and I, mean, and
1: I I I didn't when as a boy when I watched that I saw that moment I was like oh he's gonna be good fun. Yeah. And then I think it wore me down what? as a
2: cynical child. Of course, but you know, when I was watching it, he yeah. was my favourite doctor, you know? Yeah. Like, really, you know, yeah. when I think about it, you know, I. I, I yeah, I loved him in series two. If I needed a suit for a wedding or to go somewhere, it had to be it pinstripe. It was pinstriped, yeah. And I had a blue tie and it was slightly undone and I did my hair like that and I probably talked a bit like David Tennant as well yeah. at the time. But, did um, you wear sand shoes? I did, I had a pair of Converse, I had a pair of blue Converse and a pair of red Converse and a pair, of, not all at the same time, my, and I had the cream ones.
1: Yeah, my mum had a, a brown long coat that was quite similar to David Tennant, so I, I would put that on to be David Tennant. When their Sonic Screwdriver toy Beautiful. came out, you
2: know. On non-school uniform days, I'd go in in uh, my pinstripe suit, <laughs> which was oddly the same sort of level of like dress, um, dress, dress codes that the school know, had anyway. So everybody else is coming in in their, you know, nice- jeans. Sh- Oh, and their gear that they want to show off. And I'm like, coming in, in a leather trench coat. I, I look like a school murderer. <laughs> like, what's murderer with a big leather trench coat on? <laughs> oh anyway- um, you should have
1: been like, oh, I'll come in as John Perthrault <laughs> in the Cape and Frills.
2: I, I probably would have been murdered <laughs> in my school if I'd done that. Um, So yeah, and then David's first line, and then Barcelona. And then, this wasn't on the iPlayer version. Was there a credit at the end of the televised version that says... Introducing... No, um, No. the Doctor will return in The Christmas Invasion.
1: Yes, it was when it aired. It's
2: not on the iPlayer version.
1: I didn't notice that, but now that you say it, I remember that, because I watched the iPlayer version, because, you know
2: get getting the DVDs anymore. Have you not got the Blu-ray sets for Series 2?
1: I do, but the sounds wank. Is it? They wanked the sound around on those Blu-rays. The uh. music's like over the top and you can't hear the dialogue. They've cocked it right up.
2: I, I think it was like that on transition on Transmission though. Cause, do you remember Dead Ringers did like a sketch? They did do a sketch. they screaming it. Oh, over I the... don't
1: think it was as bad as that. Okay. it was <clears> like, <throat> It's like, it, it, you know, I've never Is just... it
2: something that when it came out people went, the sound is... Messed up on the. I releases. think so, yeah, because okay, I did a lot
1: of research be like, is it my setup? Is it okay. you know, my TV's shit? No, it's just the DVDs are just crap. Oh, the blu rays sorry, are crap. The DVDs don't have that problem. It's yeah. just a Blu-ray thing. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't get the new series on any form of home media anymore.
2: I think I've got up to the special. I've got up to series five or the specials no. on the on the Blu-ray Steelbooks. But
1: I've got up to series five on the Blu-rays. And then I've got a few. I've got Series Eight. I've got Series Eight I've got, eight got on Series Blue Seven, oh, yeah. but I don't have anything after that. I have somehow ended up. with And Jonathan bought me Resolution on DVD on
2: Christmas. I was like, "Well, it's another one to add to the collection." One insult. Oh, shut up! Oh, why don't I, like, I remember opening it? It was like, "Do you not know me, brother?" Unbelievable. <laughs> I've got, and uh, I think the most recent Doctor Who I've got is Day of the Doctor. I don't think I've got anything after.
1: Oh, oh, I've got Day of the Doctor as well. Yeah. I got the big box set, the big blue Yeah, sorry, box yeah. Set.
2: No, sorry, series eight is the most recent thing. I've yeah, got. that's, that's yeah.
1: well, yeah. Um, I'm just waiting for them to do big collection sets. Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah. they'll sit, fix everything and make it nice. We'll get and, uh, there. It, when they come, which they will, I'm sure, inevitably. Maybe not series one mm. to four, because Russell's in charge and, you know, he might not want documentaries made about certain things at the mm-hmm. moment. But, we'll um, see. yeah, we'll see what
2: happens. Uh, shall we wrap up? Have we, is, is there anything more to cover?
1: Um, is there anything more to cover? I don't really think so. Uh, oh, yes, one thing that we should say, c- c- talking about the credits, mm. this is the last time Doctor Who is credited as Doctor Who.
2: Doctor Who, yeah.
1: I think, is David not credited as the Doctor? He credits himself... Yeah, he's credited... It was him. He was the one who who was instrumental in the change. He was like, I think you find that the character's called the Doctor, not Doctor Who. I want to say, David, come on, you're a fan. You should know Tom Baker was Doctor Who.
2: That's kind of like grassing on heritage. Yeah, I know. know, Grassing on the past. That's
1: the fun of it. You Um, want to incite people. I always say it. If I was showrunner... It'd be Doctor Who on those credits.
2: All the time. And
1: I would even be more of a wanker and put Dr. Dr. Who.
2: No, that that you would get death threats. <laughs> I
1: would love it. And I, <laughs> I welcome them. I welcome the death threats. <laughs>
2: Jesus. Okay. <laughs> we had to cut something out there. Matt, <laughs> Matt, Matt's in tears. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happened. It was, it was awful. Oh. Um, so that is Bad Wolf, The Parting of the Ways. As we said at the start, It's the best regeneration story (laughs) of the new series. (laughs) (laughs) So there's Bad Wolf Parting of the Ways. Uh, As we said at the start, the best regeneration story of the new series. Best finale. The best finale of the new series. Uh, What's the next finale after this?
1: No, what's the next top finale?
2: Of the new series. Probably series three. Really? Yeah, I really like that three-parter. I would say the Doctor Falls. Oh, uh, that's good as well. That's good as well. um uh I've got an aversion to that period mm. generally, so uh, you I, know, yeah, I can understand um it's just not my uh, you know I think we all need to come to terms with the fact that Doctor Who isn't the same for everyone oh, yeah, as we've made pertinently clear through the yeah, story yeah. uh, through this episode of the Review of Death, and I just don't like that that version of Doctor Who that much from that period mm. so um, yeah this is much more my cup of tea Doctor Who wise uh, and yeah so I, I'd say probably series, series 3 is the next best one in my opinion okay um, but yeah there we have it man that was a, a long episode I'm sure yeah um, but we We cracked through an awful lot. I know, it's nine o'clock now. It was great fun. It was really nice to go back and talk about this one. It was really good fun. We'll have to find more new Who episodes Mm. to to go back and discuss. So, um, Any stories in particular that you guys fancy from, let's say, series one through to, I'll even say through to series six. How about that? My God. Pick an episode from uh, that lineage. I'll go through the ones that get mentioned the most. Maybe we'll put a poll on Twitter, and then we can we can figure out which uh, throwback new series episode yeah. um, that we'll be doing next. Yeah. Um. In terms of what's coming up next, the next thing you ought to be receiving, hopefully, fingers crossed, will be the Jodie Whittaker poll. Yeah. Um. So we'll go through all of the Jodie Whittaker era minus Power of the Doctor, obviously, just because of recency bias and recording schedules yeah. and blah blah blah. Uh, and we'll go through all of. Uh, what people considered her best episodes, her best moments, um, the best cast, guest cast, actors, monsters, da da da. da music, it's gonna be good fun. It's gonna be a similar vein to the Roddies. Yeah. Um, but a bit a bit more laid back. We're not gonna be suited and booted no. for that one. Uh, anything for you, Matt? No. Grand. <laughs> See <you> later
1: <laughs> See you goodbye. Hurrah.